Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! How you doing, listeners? It's finally <sighs> arrived. That's 300. Right. We're at the, uh, the Alpha and Omega episode of this podcast. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy fucking birthday, 300 to us. Yay. 300. Yes, we're Almost. only 200 podcasts away from Vin Diesel's street fight monologue in Knockaround, guys. Wait, what? what is it, 500 something? 500 fights. Oh. Oh. I've not knock, seen a movie. <laughs> knock around, oh, this is early Vin Diesel, dude. Fucking mm. early. It's called Knockaround, guys. Like, Seth Green is in it and he gets killed. Oh. <laughs> But, um, you know, Vin Diesel's up and coming back then. You don't even know who the fuck he is, right? And he's just he's just mob muscle. And so he's about, Seth Green is like, I need you to defend my skinny ass. And he walks up to this dude in this bar and he goes, 500? And the guy's like, what? 500 fights. It's like, I figure it takes 500 fights till you fucking know how to beat someone's ass. <laughs> All right, that's, you know? that, that's pretty smart. I mean, you know, that goes in the whole, like, 10,000 hours method of, um, you know, you need 10,000 hours to master something. Yeah, he's like, you know, after 500 fights, you fucking know what you're doing and stuff. And he just, he, like, talks, like, it's it's like the best fucking psych out possible before the fight, because the guy's like, holy shit, you guys, you've, you've tallied 500, like, you fucking have a sheet somewhere where you tallied 500 fights. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> like, I mean, this guy's incredibly awesome at fighting or he's just super nerdy i mean he must have a spreadsheet yeah like i wish i had, i wish i had thought of that before the movie just so if i ever needed it into a bar i could have been like yo 500 <laughs> like fucking did that speech <laughs> just to psych the shit out of somebody awesome you know either that or just do the fucking uh you want to get nuts yeah. let's get nuts when fucking <laughs> bruce wayne in the batman movie turns into beetlejuice i mean yes. who the fuck didn't think that was beetlejuice for for that little scene right there I don't even Jack Nicholson is like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Fuck. Yeah. Is this loaded? I don't give a fuck. Just end it, this fucking scene. Get me out of here. And Tim Burton, like you directed Beetlejuice too. And you're like, uh, you just slipped into Beetlejuice. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. It was, I was like, all right, is he trying to get the Joker to shoot him so that the Joker will leave with Mickey Vale? Yeah. I just wish the Joker had shot him in the face and then it would have been all good. That's all. I mean, that's like straight out of Dumb and Dumber. They're yeah. like, it's okay, guys. He gave me a pulper vest. What if they shot yeah. you in the face, dumbass? So we are at 300. Mm-hmm. It's our six-year anniversary. Oh, <laughs> Eric, I got you something for our 300th episode. <laughs> it's a movie review. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, I was thinking, you know, it's been six years, and a lot has changed over six years. This is true. And so I, I I was thinking of like some recaps we could do like mm-hmm. the shit that has happened mm-hmm. in the last six years in pop culture that oh. we have talked about mm-hmm. uh, the six years have happened to us personally in six years and then some of our some of our favorite moments on our podcasts. My God, I mean th- this could just be about summer movies, really, because wow. that's that's like one of the main things. I mean, we could change our our name to the Summer Movie Podcast. Well, I was, I, you know, it's funny though. I was thinking about some shit, and it's just some of the stuff that made us laugh, and or some of our more popular subjects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, a lot of shit came up. I think, uh, I think revisiting some of it might be kind of funny. Okay, all right. So if you're if you're new to our podcast, normally we don't like pat ourselves on the back so much. <laughs> pat my, I pat myself on the dick. Yeah, how many pats <laughs> on the dick? Five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just kind of funny. So, like, you know, we fucking started this in 2010. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, some shit has gone down. So let me give you, this is everything that's happened to me in my personal life in 30 seconds. Oh, my God. In six in six years. Yes, I'll do it in 30 seconds because this is the boring part. Okay. And we got to get to, like, the good shit, like our favorite podcast and pop culture and shit. All right, here we yes. go. Ready? Okay. In the last six years, I ran the Boston Marathon. I got married. I had kids. I won an award for my television station. The same video i made that won me the word got me banned from the fucking library yay i published four books and found a publisher or found an illustrator dexter morrill who was a fan of our podcast it's the fucking best match ever i set a world record for karate chopping 10 pop tarts in a single blow mm. 
Uh, I found out you could go number three, which is when you piss and poop and barf at the same time. Thank you to that Christmas party. I may have knocked my wife up an hour before or an hour after. Uh, going number three. Sure that explains about. everything about that kid. Everything. <laughs> you don't know which kid I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I was, uh, and you were in this one. We were almost shot to death over Thanksgiving. Yay. Uh, we took numerous party buses to football games. Uh, we fucking threw actual swords at the wall at a Finland bachelor party where I threw up a lot of tequila under the stars or on the other side of the world. Um, I moved from Virginia back to New York and switched jobs from television to recreation. Hmm. The end. That's been a, that's, uh. a, that's a crazy ass six years. Yeah. Dude, you remember when I used to do like video blogs? Yes, I do. Yeah. Like how to suck at Minecraft, I yep. think you did. And well, back back in 2012, two years after we started this, I was I was doing vlogs from mm-hmm. like our, our studio, our shared studio in Long Island City, which we no longer have. Ah. Yeah. And man, it's like no one gave a shit until I started talking about like, uh, I think it was like, uh, like, hey, hey, girl gamers, this is why guys are assholes online. And then, of course, all the guys online, I loved it. It was like... It's like all the dudes in the in on the internet came together and be like, "No, man, we are totally going to prove your point by being assholes in the comments section." Um, yeah. yeah, but dude, uh, episode eighty-eight, we talked about uh, Christina Aguilera and uh, fence penetration. <laughs> I was about to say like that is both our greatest episode ever and our worst episode ever. Yes, <laughs> like the, just the, the like first life. the first half was so good, and then it just fucking derailed. Yes. Yes. But we learned from it. That's true. And our next episode after that was uh, episode 89, Armies of Rape Robots. Ah, the one title I wish we could take back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like... Back I guess we could have... back. See, we didn't know back then, but now in 2016, we would have called it Army of Trigger Warnings. <laughs> so... I was going to... I mean, like, we would have called it some like something else to try and get, like, a couple clicks, maybe. <laughs> Because, like, no, those those are on the time where we were still, like, I was like, what the fuck do I call this episode? Who gives a crap? I I used to love when you would come up with creative nicknames. I always loved the best one was, like, episode 40-something was Get Laid Light Fires. Yes. <laughs> Life goals. That's shit. Life goals. No, around like that. we about Captain Planet. That's where the title <laughs> came from. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, I, I have not moved. Actually, I've been in this same apartment for 10 years. And basically, once once you're in a place for 10 years in New York City, you don't move. You can't right. move. You get priced out. And we're totally priced out of our own neighborhood. Uh, but, I, man, you had two kids. I had two kids. One of them you will probably hear screaming and crying in the next room because he's only a year and a half. We've been to a bunch of Comic-Cons. Yeah, baby. Call, this is like our fourth Comic-Con. I, I go to every other one. So I mm-hmm. went to two so far, and I'm going to go to the third one next month. Back in, I mean, we previewed the Wii before the Wii U before it was like released. It was That's crazy. right. Yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. And like PS PS4 stuff. <laughs> so it's been it's been an amazing run, and yeah. uh, and I want to thank you, dear listeners, for uh, you know selectively listening to us on occasion. You know, like you know, you know when you feel like it. I um, you know how you can have like some fucking survey thing where it, it it reads through all your shit and then it pops up a word blob and like the words that come up the most are bigger on the blob. Yes. I don't know what that's actually called. Uh, word blobbing. Okay, maybe it is. I don't even know. So I fucking did that, but just in my mind. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't get like an official uh, <laughs> web bot to do it. I just did it in my mind. Uh huh. So. <laughs> Here are here are the biggest things we've talked about over in six years. Okay. All right. Number one, the biggest one, literally Steven Seagal. Uh, that's true. <laughs> if, if there's if there's one thing we were cool about before anybody else was like cool about, we were distancing Steven Seagal before anybody. Dude, we totally did. In fact, uh, you know that that Blake Lively shark movie that came out this summer, which I haven't seen yet. Yes. She fucking makes friends with a seagull that also gets nipped by the shark, and she calls it Steven Seagal. Boo, the Animaniacs made that joke 20 years ago. Get with I know, it. right? I know. But um, but anyways, it's just good to have him in pop culture. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, one of our, one of my favorite moments is when we basically wrote Under Seeds 3. 
Yes. Where we had Ryback as a chef at the Golden Corral. <laughs> it gets taken <laughs> over by terrorists. Uh, Golden Corral, the movie. Golden Corral, the movie. You guys got to look that shit. Actually, you don't have to look it up because that's in our volume one or two, uh, volume one of Thunderdumps. Mm. So we should actually, fo- uh, we should relink our two best of uh, um, podcasts, our Thunderdumps uh, this week with this episode. We'll do, dude. We'll do. I mean, basically, it's like, why listen to us, like, banter about our best stuff when you could just listen to it right now? Yeah, you know, there's some good shit in there. All right, so anyway, so Steven Seagal, that was the biggest thing we've talked about over six years. Uh, number two, Nick Cage. Yeah, it's funny how, uh, like, our, our love for Nick Cage uh, just got, like, overshadowed by, like, the entire internet finally appreciating the, the macho madness that is Nick Cage. Dude, or... Or, as I've said all my life, we fucking start trends. <laughs> we start trends, dude. We start trends. Mm-hmm. I'm just fucking saying, like, we were all over Nick Cage from the start of this podcast. And I'm not saying we're the first ones to ever say Nick, Nick Cage is crazy and awesome. But I'm just saying, we, we fucking took it to the next level. And then the rest of the internet was like, yeah, those guys know what they're talking about. Word. So, just saying. Uh-huh. Um, who I, who really else had who else had their own fucking March Madness tournament to decide what was the best Nick Cage movie of all time? We did. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm scrolling on our on our website over at jillmaypodcast.com. I'm like, you know, it takes us 50 episodes. Uh, we do like 50 episodes in a year. You yeah, know, because we do like basically an episode every single week. So mm. 100 episodes ago, you were reviewing the Ninja Turtles movie, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. Oh, I just reviewed my the second one just last week. I know, dude. So it took him it took him two years to take another shit on that franchise. But I but again, it gave us Bebop and Rocksteady, and mm. those bros are awesome. I just need a supercut of just their moments. It was so good. Awesome. The rest of the movie sucked. No, Nick Cage. I mean, we we did a whole episode where we just sat down and reviewed Ghost Rider two. Yes. That's one of my favorite moments because that movie was so ridiculous. And I can't even call it bad because it was so much fun. I mean, mm-hmm. like, the last time I had that much fun in a movie theater was probably fucking Jackass 3. Of course. <laughs> so, so, anyways, yeah, on our word blob, that was our probably our second most discussed topic. And number three, mm-hmm. I bet you know, do, do, you have a, do you have a guess at number three? I mean, if it's not summer movies, um, I don't know, what is it? Shia LaBeouf. My, oh, so we're just like naming actors that we think are just like crazy. No, I just think that's the three things we've we've talked about the most. I mean, after that, it goes down to other shit. Fucking Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. Young Justice. Oh, yes. Uh, Dread. Word. Um, Game of Thrones, Space Prison. <laughs> oh, good old Space Prison. Um, Avengers. Dude, can I, can I say that since its release... A lot of people have been talking about Space Prison. Oh, yeah? Is, is it going to become a cult classic? I was I, all over that I shit. I think so, yeah, because people, because I read at least one article that was talking about, like, two movies re- released that year. One of them was Space Prison about, like, how to do, like, a genre movie correctly. They were, like, mm-hmm. I, it, was like an, it was like an article about, like, Escape from New York and talking about other films that did Escape from New York just as good. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, here it is, Escape from New York in Space. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. I mean, I knew ahead of time it was going to be good. And then I was one. I was the only person in the movie theater. But I loved that <laughs> shit. And what, what, I the, loved what, what was the actual name of... Because it's not called Space Prison, sadly. No. No, they changed the name twice, and I changed it a third time. Yeah. I think eventually they called it Lockout. Ah. Which doesn't have space in the, in the fucking title. Yep. And dude. before that, it had some fucking weird number name in it or something. Yeah, it was like... I don't know. It was it was like like Snakes on a Plane's original name, where it's like Flight Two Ninety Seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like the taking of NASA Shuttle Five Four One. Give <laughs> something. Crap. Yeah, no fucking space prison. Yeah, I guess we should say it's actual sort of lockout, so people can uh, actually find it. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, lockout. My only gripe with lockout it was it needed to be even longer. Mm. Like he got on the prison and stitched shit started going too fast. Ah. Like I wanted to be on there longer, really taking him a while to find her, find the president's daughter. I mean, that's just just, just saying that just sounds so much fun. <laughs> but no, yeah, so I mean, we talked about Space Prison, New RoboCop, um, 
Fast and Furious movies. I mean, I almost feel like we kind of helped revive Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's right. Step aside, The Rock. Yeah, right. It's our podcast. We brought it back right. to life. In the, in the last six years, Fast and Furious became big again. Mm-hmm. It was kind of dormant. Hmm. So um, some of the other big word blobs we had was Assassin's Creed, um, New 52, Red Dead Redemption. Dude. The new fifty-two has come and gone since we've started this podcast. Exactly. We uh, built this city. God. <laughs> and we blew it up. Oh, yep. and uh, Raphael Ninja Turtles racist. <laughs> that came up a bunch of times. Oh God. <laughs> one of those one this of the things you can never could never forget because he still works and he's still everywhere and he'll be one of those iconic legends. And we just happened to like pass by him at Comic Con when he was doing his like. Slight. Let's just say a straight out racist like Chinese uh, impression. We're so like, good. oh my god, that's awesome. Um, when uh, like uh, we were three months into our podcast, mm-hmm. and we were like, dudes, there's this thing coming up. It's called The Walking Dead, <laughs> and we know, we know this shit is going to be amazing. So you guys got to watch it, dudes. Like, we started our podcast in July, and it was coming out that October. Like, this thing, The Walking Dead, this shit is going to be amazing. And here it is, six seasons in. I mean, it's it's basically... (laughs) No, I I, I mean, like, The Walking Dead is good enough to make me angry when it's not good. Okay, okay. It's still appointment television for me. I have to watch it every week it comes out. And sometimes I get furious with it, but it still does such a good job of building this this zombie apocalypse wasteland world mm-hmm. that, I mean, still, it's very believable. It's just, the fucking characters just do really stupid things sometimes and you're like, come on. But I mean, sometimes it's just amazing and sometimes it's terrible, but I will always watch it. All right. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. It just has none of the coolness of Walking Dead. But no. So we were early in our podcast, and we said Walking Dead, and and just like that one, word. Our podcast is basically like Walking Dead, mm. like word of mouth built up, ratings shot through the roof. Then eh, questionable show running ideas <laughs> took a little bit of hit, <laughs> and now it's like oh, it's really fucking awesome one week and one another week it sucks. So we are basically The Walking Dead. Wow. There you yeah. have it, folks. Episode 300. Woo! I'm, I'm Rick. <laughs> <laughs> are we, are uh, we calling dibs on characters yeah. now? Oh, just saying which one we're more accurate. Let's see. I'm definitely... I'm Rick. Can I be and the black chick with a sword? Oh, no. Because you didn't know her name. You are... You are. No. I'm trying to think of someone who died like two seasons ago. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I only say that because uh, I just watched this great video about like talking about the symbolism and the comment, like the social commentary of The Walking Dead and how each character means something else. And then uh, Michonne shows up and she's like, "I'm a black chick with a sword." Ka-cha! Oh, I like Michonne, but you know what? The weird thing is, and this is one of the reasons why you can't be Michonne is because Rick and her start banging. What? And that was another reason why I was mad. Not because he was banging Michonne, because it like he just like his girlfriend just got eaten in front of him, yeah. <laughs> and then like took a, like a three month hiatus or whatever. And then like the next episode, they're banging. What the hell? That's like you can't bang like your pseudo. I I, I just I, I feel strange about that. It, it just didn't make sense, and especially because yep. they've been on the show for like three seasons. I don't know. It's just you know shit like that that you're just kind of like what? Like, I, don't, I don't have a problem that they were together. You know character-wise, but just watching it, it's just like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's just weird. That's like kissing your brother. Yeah. Ew. Um, <clears throat> oh, so another thing that's come by in the last six years, basically Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hunger Games of one through four. And Did I tell you I watched the, the last two finally? Uh, sorry, dude. They sucked. Not as bad. You know, not as... <clears throat> I went in with low expectations... Not as bad as I thought. Uh, Could have been better. Part one was fucking shit. Also finale. I actually thought, well, because I didn't have to wait uh, at all. I didn't think part one was bad. I was was just like, I would have done part one so way fucking differently. Nothing happened. Nothing happened in part one. There was nine seconds of action. She shot one arrow and blew up one jet. Yes. It was no, it was speeches and shell shock. No, it was like it was. It would have been a great episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, 
where yeah. they're like, this is the point of an episode. It's about something, you know? But, like, yeah, if you go in expecting the fucking Hunger Games, then you were lied to. The only cool thing was they were going to go on a stealth mission to recover PETA. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then it happened off camera. Yeah. Like, she was a distraction, and they fucking got him. And then he, like, chokes her out at the end because he was so pissed that the movie sucked. <laughs> It's all your fault, Candace. <laughs> this fucking sucked. All the good shits in the next movie. Ah, I just choked her. Yeah. So, man, uh, and then there was there was a part in, in part four where he's like, "Fuck, I just killed a guy who was probably important to our mission," and he's like, "You should guys probably kill me." I'm yeah. Like, okay. All right. Great. Oh, we're not doing that. But oh, fuck. Yeah, and all of us were like Anakin when he discovers the Emperor. We're like, "I'd like to." Yeah. <laughs> And Peter's like, I can feel it. Ugh. Just fucking do it. What Anakin, why didn't you fucking kill the Emperor right then, dude? You knew you wanted to. Because he's a wimp. He was always a wimp. That's why he makes great henchman material. Because deep down, he's a little wimp. It's like he would have killed him if fucking Obi-Wan was next to him and said, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, that's all you need to do with like, Anakin. Like, Anakin is such a pussy. And you go out to the party, like, do this keg stand, man. He's like, uh, it's not the Jedi way. Do it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, what did I do? You don't don't fucking regret it, dude. Don't regret anything. (laughs) He's like, all right, now I want you to fucking jump through this beer pong table. Guys, it's not the Jedi. Do it. Okay. (laughs) Woo! Like, Anakin can be a fun guy. You just have to fucking push him. I don't, well, that's the thing. Is like so he got pushed too far, and then he's like, "Hey guys, hey, hey!" I just totally choked and killed my girlfriend. And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, buddy! Hey, whoa! We were just telling you to be bad before because it was funny." Yeah, he fucking puts his car through the living room of the frat house. <laughs> like, oh shit, dude! You're gonna get our charter revoked. Not if I kill everyone. <laughs> it's if you think about it, it's the fucking dean that's the bad guy. Uh, he's the liar. Yeah. I gotta kill all the admin. Yeah. What? No, dude. We're just pretending. <laughs> It'd be funny, but it's so true. And it's like, I had a moment where I was like, fuck, that is actually so true. That happens like, all the time over here in America. Yeah, from my point of view, the Dean is evil. No, dude. We're fucking dickheads right now, okay? We're, <laughs> we're evil, okay? It's not the fucking Dean, okay? He's got the real rules here. Ugh. Liar! If you're... Not with me. You're my enemy. Ah, oh, shit. Someone knock Anakin out, guys. I'm going home. You know, you know, if he uh, if he wasn't killed by Obi-Wan, if he was brought in, he would have only served like three months, though. Be like, oh. boom, Jedi Justice. He's out. So let's talk about some of our favorite podcasts. We've been kind of bringing it up, but I did I did list a couple of things that were some of my favorites. I mean, um, God, every, I mean, you know, if you have kids, it's all it's all blur. I mean, I'm I'm looking back at like every single one thinking like, Oh yeah, I like that one. Didn't like, like, didn't like. Depp versus Snyder. Oh, dude, I fucking put that on there. I fucking put that on there. Like, even though that was just this summer, I fucking, I feel like I was like, I t- I tapped into the force on that one. Like, I feel like I was like Will Ferrell in the end of Old School when he just randomly blanks and like crushes that debate question mm. that has no idea where it came from. Like that just fucking lightning struck me. Lightning struck me. I didn't even. I didn't even have that written down. I was just like, Johnny Depp, not as good as Rob Schneider. Oh it just went on like a ten minute thing. I really think I fucking proved my point too. I think. I think you did to everyone who was listening. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. I'm just saying. Like it, that's gonna be the shit that makes us go viral. <laughs> now that Johnny Depp's <laughs> having problems, like that shit's gonna go. That, that's that's the fucking podcast we should promote. Be like, because you need something kind of crazy to get people to notice you. Mm. Rob Schneider, better actor than Johnny Depp, better catalog of movies. Boom, oh, no. baby. How is how are you not gonna listen to that? That's gotta. I mean, come on, crack.com. Put us post us on there. <laughs> I don't know. It's like if we want to go viral, just go around, go around like uh, give you give your friends a bunch of like uh, selfie sticks. And then do a video where you like run around and you like chop them in half and they run after you. I think uh, some of my other favorite shit was I, you know, we were very every once in a while we like to be topical. And uh, I love the one when Osama bin Laden was finally hunted down and killed. And we uh, we said, what if the G.I. Joe team did it? Yes. <laughs> and we like we fucking theorized and like what who like if SEAL Team Six was replaced by the G.I. Joe team, like which which fucking Joe's would be on the uh, Osama bin Laden kill force. Fucking a. What episode was that? No one listened to it. That was 
an early one. It was like May 2011. Hmm. I think. I think it was May 2011. All right. So that had to be like it's all cataloged except had, for those missing ones. Yeah, it had to be like probably like episode, geez, like forty-two or something. That's all right. I think uh, we on our on our official website we only go back to episode eighty, but the rest of our episodes minus are a few that are just like uh, missing around from like the seventies to like the one hundred. Well, you can all get it on thing. iTunes. Like, episode 88, Fence Penetration. We really need to take the first half of that shit and repackage it. But, yeah, that one is, is not on there. Although, according to PodTrack, it got downloaded, like, 50 times since we plugged it again in May. That's just so weird. It's so weird. And I, because of that, I kind of wonder about PodTrack. Because it's like, all right, if I know that that episode is not actually out there, but the numbers are showing up anyway... How is it possible? I think this might be one of our best of Thunderdumps, but hmm. and this was like episode like seven, but wheelchair to hell. Oh, uh, yes, wheelchair to hell. I don't know if I've laughed that hard since watching that fucking Asian dude on the wheelchair just fucking kill himself on the elevator. <laughs> He's just fucking, he just fucking hits. Like the elevator goes down and it closes and he can't get there in time. And he's just like, fuck it, and just starts ramming it <laughs> until the elevator doors open and he fucking takes the shaft all the way down. He fucking kills himself. Like he goes face first. And he doesn't panic like you would think if, you, if the elevator door open and there's nothing but shaft all the way down to your death. You think you'd flail your arms and try and grab it. And he just fucking clutches the wheel and just fucking rides it. And he goes face first. He was he that clutches. he was that pissed. He was so angry at, at the elevator closing right before he got there. He's like, I will get this elevator. <laughs> yeah, he with did. My, with my fucking face. Because you can tell the way the wheelchair goes down, he goes face first. He, oh, doesn't, man. he doesn't go wheel first. It's so, no. he, doesn't, he doesn't flail his arms. He just holds onto the wheel and just fucking rides it straight to hell. It's so good. It's, I've probably seen that thing. Like If that if that has five million hits, I have given half of it. I agree. I, 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 I apologize about our, our like, dude. All right, so something we never talk about is our internet connection. Uh, uh, you live out in the middle of nowhere. I'm in like the middle of like internet devouring central. But occasionally, uh, Eric sounds like a robot on our recording. But it's probably me that sounds like a robot on your side. No, I sound okay. Then goddamn. I mean, it's funny listening to our Thunderdome's best of when it cuts from different episodes. You can hear sometimes where I'm like a little tinny. Oh yeah sound good so it's kind of but at the end it kind of just feels like time has progressed so maybe it's not bad but mm. no that that elevator video though holy shit i almost need to fucking go watch it tonight because it's so good <laughs> I mean, it is i love that one um like i said anything with steven seagal i definitely had steven seagal golden corral list on here um and oh. any, anything nick cage obviously i've i've recapped six year or five years of magfests mm-hmm. but i'll tell you eric and this is like um i haven't actually told anybody this that this year the fifth year of the film festival of magfest will mm-hmm. actually be my last year oh yeah you done i'm done well yeah. it's it's a lot just because like kids are getting older don't have as much time like need to devote more time to them and to like a lot of work so as much as like we like I've brought that film festival up, you know, to to where it is today with the amazing generous support of the Magfest staff. Yeah, it's time. It's time to say good good night, sweet prince, and hand it off to hopefully somebody can take the reins. Well, I mean, you you grew it into something awesome. I mean, you went from some you know some bushly clips here and there to like people around the world contacting you and doing premieres and shit i mean some awesome stuff on there now i'm i'm really proud and you know this 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 year january 2017 it's gonna be you know we're gonna do at least three probably four days again Mm -hmm. uh and that means like you like third like definitely like around 15 features maybe like 20 30 shorts short films excellent quality all of them and yeah like dudes are flying up from sweden we got films from like Russia, Australia, New Zealand, South America, you know, United and, States. And like one cosplay porn. 
What? No, no. <laughs> that's your last. That's your last one. Why no, last, last, no, last, <laughs> last year, last year we did do a cosplay film in 3D, oh, and okay. it was it was the tits. Oh, no, there? but but this is no, this is the end. This is that. What can I say? It's like Bilbo. It's like uh, this is the end. Goodbye, and then just disappear. Oh, and then someone else is gonna do it, and you're like, give it back to me. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> that's all scary. No, I, it, that's the thing. Is like when you when you stop something, you know, you like you walk away. It's never gonna be as good in, in your own mind. I mean, maybe it could be, and you'd be like, wow, no, I feel like crap. But you know, most of the time, when it's like when it's your thing and you're doing it, and you're like a one man production, or you have like a team, you know, it's like when you step away, you know that you could never go home. You know, yeah. when you go back, the the new guy's gonna have like messed it up or done it differently, or it's just gonna like die. You know, yeah. you you have to accept that. When you graduate high school, man, it ain't your place no more. Nope. But no, but I always feel like I always have like the ex girlfriend route. Like I always hope they do fucking worse after I'm gone. Ugh. So it's like I always hope that like like they kind of suck a little bit more than I do. So mm-hmm. it's like if I leave something, I want them to not be as good when I when I'm there. Just to be like, that's right. Your best time was when I was here, baby. Uh... So it's like you know, like when I left my TV job, I'm like fuck you guys, I hope you suck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so every once in a while I tune in, I'm like, ah, their YouTube numbers are down. That's right, bitches. But then they won an award, and I was like, fuck off. <laughs> so uh. Like I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to see him going out with some stud after you. You don't want to be like, I don't miss that guy. You want to be like, oh, Eric, oh, best time ever. So yeah. you want to, you want to be receiving the dick pic. You don't want to be like drunkenly sobbingly sending the dick pic yeah like you don't want i mean you don't want games on film to be like better without you the next year you want them to no, be I, like oh yeah we kind of miss you i actually i think i think that'd be great if it continued jimmy that'd be that'd be awesome i i uh, unlike an ex-girlfriend i feel like it's like my baby you know you want your kids to do well yeah, that's true i mean were you rooting for the black stallion to win or the black stallions uh kid what was his name satan what Black Stallion? When the Black Stallion, the horse, when yes. it had a kid. Oh. I'm pretty sure they named his kid Satan. What? <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, like the Black Stallion, like I used to read every fucking book over the summertime. In like fucking book three of the Black Stallion, I'm pretty sure the Black Stallion and Satan raced. My God. I never read that. And then I was like, who the who do I fucking want to win? You know? And it's like, I was like, Black Stallion all the way, bitches. But like the Mickey Rooney character, uh-huh. the old school guy, he fucking wanted Satan to win. Ooh, Satan. <laughs> And then at the end, the fucking Black Stallion wins because I don't think it was like an official race. They like it was like a fucking street race. Yeah. <laughs> and so Wait. the fuck wins. So the so kid. so the Black Stallion is like my my race is in the street. Yeah. <laughs> so just alone too. You have a rock five. <laughs> Ugh. No, they fucking like street race basically, not oh on God. the track. And the Black Stallion wins, but then the kid. Like Mickey Rooney comes to him and he's like, "Yo, I gotta know who won," you know, and mm-hmm. and the kid like knows that he loves Satan, so he's like, "Yeah, fucking Satan won." I don't know. I feel like you need to look this up. Like, I really feel like the Black Stallion's horse's kid's name was Satan. Weird. <laughs> and then like book five, they had like a chestnut fire horse that was oh like God. also like the fucking Black Stallion banged some other horse chick on the side. Well, yeah. So. I mean, I just remember I liked the movie as a kid, and so then I started reading the books, but then then I fucking woke up. I was like, why am I reading about horses? It's so dumb. Yeah, horse horses <laughs> from like centuries ago. I I I, I read that like the uh, the Black Stallion books are all about like like they were like exposing the the true dark side of horse racing, and it was all about like not like being entertaining, but uh, mostly just about like hey, we need to treat horses like better. Yeah, I don't remember any of that shit, but ah. um, uh, so I I love you know I love our match our March Madness tournaments. We did. It's funny we should revisit some of the the winners. Like we did our uh, best video game of all time, which was for and it was just in our opinion the stuff that we liked. We said Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. We did our favorite cartoon of all time, which was Invader Zim, which didn't count anime. It was Saturday morning cartoons, basically kind of deal. Yeah. Um, we did our uh, favorite action hero tournament of all time. We said Indiana Jones was our top action hero. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Marvel versus DC this last year. We Ooh. went Doctor Doom one. Fucking a Marvel's Doctor Doom. Yeah, it's so funny. Like Marvel, like you guys are kicking DC's ass in the movies without Doctor Doom. Yeah, bring him on. Make a deal with Fox. Um, 
we did favorite rescue game video game, which was uh, was it Resident Evil Four? Did that win that one? Oh, probably. I mean, I Resident love Resident Evil Four. Always does wheel. <laughs> yeah, um, and then we did we do best sidekick. Well, yeah, we did best like, henchman. 80s. Oh, we did fucking henchman. Yes, it wasn't sidekick. We went evil. We did uh, best henchman tournament, and uh, I don't remember who won that. Fuck, now I'm trying to remember because because I we we did like best. 80s cartoon uh, sidekick, but no, that was different. Yeah, that was like a top 10 list or something. No, we definitely did Best Henchman. You know, like, I remember, you know, like, Ajahn from James Bond was in it. Who the fuck was, uh... Hmm. Who was our Best Henchman? It was like two years ago, I think. I remember thinking, like, this is gonna be gold, too. Like, we had so many good ideas, and I can't think of, uh... Who won it? I can't... <laughs> it's funny, I can't think of anything. We'll have to look it up. Shit, dude. Huh. That bothers me. Um, oh, one of my favorite moments on this episode was... Uh, I, I like when we tell personal stories, because mm-hmm. it's fun. And I love when I did Christmas confessions, and I told you how I fed your Captain Power action figure to your guinea pig, and it died. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a moment. <laughs> that was so good. It was so good hearing your voice. You're like, what? It was like 20 years ago or something. But like, again, I didn't, I didn't mean to kill it. I was just, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna drop your Captain Power in there, and I did, just to be funny. And then I forgot to t- take him out, and then the guinea pig chewed off his feet and his arms, and then died of it. So we called it a tie. <laughs> I think like I th- Captain Power and your guinea pig both died that day. <laughs> I, th- I think at that point it was like, um, look, looking back, knowing what I know now. Like that guinea pig had the easy way out because I've I've had I've had guinea pigs since then that you know it's like the older they get the worse they're gonna die, so yeah. maybe he was just like well I'm living in a cell that barely contains my body, uh it's time to eat Captain Power. I I, I kind of feel like he took his own life. Yeah. I, I think I kind of think he knew that Captain Power was not healthy to eat, and he was like fuck it and killed himself <laughs> like all the other animals in your room always did. Thanks. Like the crab, the crab that suicided itself that pulled off its all its arms and legs. Yeah, <laughs> and then one claw left and was trying to pull its own shell. <laughs> and then like the fish that were like eating each other on purpose, like oh you fucking eat half of me and I'll eat half of you. <laughs> when you're stuck, when you're stuck in a tiny confined space, you're gonna do dumb shit like that. So I always feel bad. And then, of course, the next morning when the guinea pig was dead and Captain Power was eating in there, I totally fished him out of your tank and disposed of him. I was like, all I could think was like, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I got to get rid of the evidence. Captain Power. <laughs> wow, this got really real. I love Christmas Confessions. That was a good one. Was so delicious. Um, I love our Jumpman Oscars over the year. I feel like we've kind of... Uh, We've had a lot of fun with those. The real Oscars. Fucking Dread swept the awards one year. I know. <sighs> Dread was so good. Yeah. Sorry, for, I'm, I'm going to be silent for a moment. I'm, I'm observing a moment of silence for my poor guinea pig. Aha. Uh-huh. You can't even tell me what his name was. Come on. Oh, Fred Fred was the original one. It got... Yeah, wasn't the first one, though. It was number two. Yeah. Yeah. No, can't number two didn't... Number, it was probably Stripe, actually. Oh, they all blend in together after a while, Chad. Yes, they do, especially when they die so quickly. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I remember this was a good moment when we found out that Star Wars had been bought by Disney. Mm. Like, we should go back and listen to the episode just to hear the excitement in our voices. <laughs> it was like three, I think it was like 2012 or something. Like, it was like three years away from the movie, and we were just so excited. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, oh, I got to interview Dan Gilbazan, was the original voice of Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Transformers Generation 1, and he was the voice of Spider-Man and Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. And he, he gave me half an hour of his time and let me ask, like, all the geek questions I wanted, including Spider-Man geek questions about banging Star, or Starfire. <laughs> it's not Starfire. <laughs> oh, jeez. Banging uh, Firestar. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That was like one of the few times we've used our podcast status for good. Like we, we use it to get Comic Con passes, and I used it to fucking interview Bumblebee. I enjoyed interviewing some of the fans, the fans that helped true. out over time. We we did like a bunch of like a 
when you were moving from Virginia to uh, back up to Western New York, mm-hmm. with that whole transitionary period, man, I just you filled that with interviews from fans, fans that had helped out, uh, all of our jump interns who, who contributed. Mm-hmm. And capped it off with an interview with my good friend uh, Ed Valentine, who, uh, who, who writes for children's television, and who this morning was like, <laughs> on Facebook, Ed was saying like, guys, I need help. Um, I just, like, one of my episodes for My Little Pony just got released, and somebody's all over my Twitter feed saying really inappropriate things about how much they didn't like it. What do I do? <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty cool that he, his episode's on. I mean, that's got to be awesome. Yes, but now he has to deal with the fact that, like, the internet knows, like, like, the, like he's credited. When you get, like, when you're visible on the internet, it's bad news because people are just are just dicks. Yeah, but I mean, the price of fame. I guess. I so. mean, I would I would like to have some of my scripts published. That's cool. I'm I'm so jealous of that guy. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Like that's so cool that he's written for like Spider Man and shit. I mean, that's so cool. Yeah, maybe we could all hang out when he come up for Comic Con. Yeah, man. I'm sure he'll be there. Well, obviously, then I would just be weird because I'd be like, "Here's my script. Can you send this to Zevoid?" Hey. He offered, dude. He offered. If I recall, yeah. he's like, send something my way. I will, I will look it over. Oh, shit. Just saying. I better go back and listen to the episode and then write some, <laughs> write some stuff. Okay. No, I, I, got gotta, to, I, I got to ask him all my nerdy questions. Cause, mm-hmm. And that would definitely open my eyes about like how it all works and uh, t- television production, etc. I liked when me and you went to see the Spider-Man Broadway play to see if Spider-Man was going to die that night. That's right, and though he, and though he did not, it did it did a pause right there in the final climactic boss battle, and it was highly embarrassing. I wouldn't call it climactic since the first act was so amazing, and then the second act was so 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 shitty. Yeah, but then but then uh, when they decided to fire the director and then change the second act, it was like they mm-hmm. listened to everything they said. Everything, everything we said because we fucking start trends. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of major movie studios and like pop culture companies have like an intern that sits at a desk and listens to us once a week and transcribes our shit <laughs> and then highlights a couple good passages and sends it on up. And they're like, oh shit, look at this. It says we need more titties on Mars. Got it. Word. Boom, we, done. We better... And then they fucking did. And then they're like, let's reboot Total Recall. Yep. Eric says, more Mars titties. That was his favorite part. Let's reboot Total Recall. <laughs> and then we're all excited for it, and then, then the reboot sucked, but whatever. Yeah, at least at least you got your boob, your boobies on Mars. And they did. She was on it. Mm-hmm. You know? They look nice. I'd, I'd like to think that podcasts are kind of the voice of the collective uh, unconscious. I mean, there's some good ones out there. I'm not saying we're in there, but there's some good ones. Oh, some some very highly specialized ones too. I just love how did this get made? Because mm. there's a couple of funny comedians on there that just talk about shitty movies and just sit there and make fun of them, and that's why it's like, how did this movie get made? Right. And they just sit there like they do. The Ben Affleck's Daredevil is so good. They Word. just ripped the crap out of it. It's so good. Yeah, but on but they did they did Mortal Kombat. And I thought it was gonna be good. But they just weren't fans enough of Mortal Kombat to really enjoy it. Ah, so I disagree with them on that one. But see, that's uh, that, that's that was my thing too. Is I I downloaded their their episode about Street Fighter the movie because I'm a huge super fan of that movie, and yeah. it was like they they didn't really get it, and they were just like, "This is awful." And I'm like, "No, don't you see? It? It's the best movie of all time, guys." Oh man, it is it is awful, but it's funny too because it's, it's so awful. it's so bad and ridiculous that it's amazing. You have to tap into the speed force. Mm. Like, it's not good enough to be fast or slow. To exactly understand an awesomely bad movie, you have to be in that perfect that perfect lane, that perfect speed force to get it. Be like, oh, yes, this is shitty, but it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, we do a ton of summer movie previews over the years and... It's so funny because just like my favorite football team, the Buffalo Bills, that haven't made the playoffs in 16 years, every year, especially this Sunday coming up, playing the fucking Baltimore Ravens, week one, baby, every year I'm optimistic that we're going to make the playoffs. Mm. We don't. 
<laughs> but every summer, I'm, I just can't wait for the summer movies. I just can't wait. And uh, some summers are good. Some of them, 2016, 2011, really bad. Mm-hmm. Shit happens, though. I can't wait for next year already. Uh, well, all right. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 next year. Boom, baby. Oh, man. Looking forward to that. That's going to be May. It's like, it does like, whatever comic book movies are coming out, I don't, I honestly don't give a crap. Like, like, uh, Doctor Strange, etc. is coming out. That's cool. But, like, nothing beats Guardians hype. No, here we go. Two, 2017. Here's your summer movie preview. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, May. Boom. Wonder Woman, June. Boom. Spider Man, July. Boom. Okay. One of those movies I'm excited for. <laughs> oh, come on, man. That Spider-Man movie is going to be awesome. I, w- I just want to see it's a trailer. Awesome. Just want to see a trailer. That's all. Spider-Man's going to be awesome. And, I mean, Michael Keaton possibly is the vulture. I think that could work. I mean, he's right. man. That would, that would actually be great. But, like, yeah. I, want, I want to see it. You know, when we first saw, like, the lizard with the face, oh, it yeah. was like, well, this movie's going to suck balls. But see, that's the thing. The Vulture's just a dude in a suit, so it couldn't work. Like, they fucked up Green Goblin. They should have given him a mask or made him actually goblinish, not just some stupid, dumbass helmet. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about it this time. It's just going to be an old guy in a suit, so it'll work. And then at one point, the Vulture's going to confront Spider-Man in his house because he knows his secret identity. And he's going to say, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> I so hope they actually do that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought that... Uh... The first that like Green Goblin works in Spider Man, the first Spider Man, the Sam Raimi Spider Man, just because it's Willem Dafoe. Like Willem Dafoe is bomb proof. No, he he only worked as Norman Osborn. He was great as Norman Osborn. We fucking put on that dumbass mask. I mean, yeah, the voice was still amazing, but it's like, like the like the year before we saw him in that fucking vampire movie, dude, Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah. He looked like a vampire. so creepy. And all I could think of was, like, if they make his face look like that, but, like, Green Goblin, and let him be Willem Dafoe, holy shit. And then they put that fucking helmet on, and they're like, well, here's the deal. We're gonna, he's going to be able to see out yellow eyes, and we're going to open up his mouth area. We're still going to keep a mesh net in between there, but then you can see his mouth move, and that's going to help you relate. Fuck you. Nah, but that's the worst. The rest, the rest of the movies. That's the worst part about like superheroes and in Hollywood at that time. But it's changing for the better. It's getting better. Like yeah, like the whole when they did Venom and Topher Grace, it was like no, 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 no. We have to keep pulling the Venom mask off his face to watch Topher Grace talk, and then go back to them. It's like no, dude, let him talk as Venom. It will be so creepy if Venom talks. We don't want to see Topher Grace with some yellow teeth. And some cheek implants or something. No. You fucking idiots. Why does every actor... It's like, when you sign on the dotted line, it's hard if we don't see you. Just be such a good actor that we'd be like, yo, who's who wore that mask? I love that guy. Right. And again, when Carl Urban did Dread. Mm-hmm. And we never saw his face. It was like, thank you. Of course, yeah. that's the one that doesn't get a sequel. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh, well. They're still working on it, man. There's still hope for a Netflix series, fingers crossed. Yeah, Netflix or Amazon or something. I mean, it would work well as a series anyways. Because, I mean, yeah. like, those Daredevil, I mean, all the Marvel Netflix shows are so good. A, a, a fucking Judge Dredd one with, like, yes. a story arc and going through that shit. I mean, just call it 2000 AD. That's it. Oh, it'd be so good. Yeah. Make Dread 2. <laughs> well, so, it's been it's I mean, been a good run. Six years, 300 episodes. What could possibly go wrong? Now, I mean, goals for the future? I just I feel like we, you know, like that M&M, you know, you only get, if you, only, you only get one shot. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, we don't want to have, we don't want to miss our chance, you know. <laughs> what chance? An opportunity comes once in a lifetime, yo. Oh. <laughs> like, so. something is going to happen at some point. Okay. Like, oh, like we need to, like, kiss some ass <laughs> at Comic-Con. <laughs> like, no, you know, man. one person needs to listen to us. Like, uh-huh. the, six, the 17-year-old kid of, like, a TV executive needs to be like, yo, Dad, this podcast is awesome. Listen to it. That's how all that shit happens. Yeah. 
Someone needs to listen and be like, all right. And then he's going to bring his in and be like, you guys are going to go big time, okay? We got ad dollars, blah, blah, blah. And then he's going to pull me into a separate room. He's like, you just got to get rid of Chad and you're going to be all set. I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. You only get one shot. Let's do it. Nah. Well, like, I, I, I know. Check it out. Check it out. All right. So, so be, being real for half a second, half a second. So, I know what it would take for us to, for, for us to, to take that leap. I just don't have the time. Like I don't have the time to be a streamer, you know. I don't. I don't have the um, the computing power to stream uh, like video from both our ends and splice it together on like Twitch or YouTube, which is very possible. You know, it's like I don't have the time to set up the uh, Patreon page and set up like you know like goals and like be a big part of like growing a community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have time. Like I, like I have a job. I have kids. Like I have all these other responsibilities. We're we're exporting to a .mp3, which is like a dead end format. You know, like who listens to MP3s anymore? I don't know. You know, like people who work out at the gym, maybe. Like that's 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 my one thing. But but that's you know, it's like as long as we love it, we just we just keep doing it. Just saying that opportunity's gonna come. All I and all I know is that you know the pops are pink. Uh huh. Did you know she used to be in a girl group? Mm-hmm. And then one day the record executive was like, "We love you guys. Well, just you, Pink. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna go solo? Or are you gonna stick with your girls?" And she's like, "What girls? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Twelve year career so far, yeah. and counting or something like that. Yeah. I'm just gonna say at one point, Chad, I'm gonna be on a podcast saying I'm coming up, so you better get this party started." <laughs> All right, man. I, I look. I look forward to your burgeoning, bulging podcast career, or whatever man, I, that may be. I wouldn't have been able to do it without three hundred practice episodes with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, at, at the award ceremony, just uh, be sure to like be like, and I want to thank somebody who's been like a little angel on my shoulder, and then thank somebody else besides me. Just do yeah, that. like the uh, people down at Gatorade, thirst quencher. <laughs> Appreciate it, bros. That's right. You can be you can be the new spokesperson for Subway. I I hear that they're looking. I'm just saying, like you live in New York City, you know it'll be one of those cool moments where you see me on a billboard as you're walking by, you know, sell out with me tonight. Sell out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the I... podcast the podcast company is gonna give me lots of money and everything's gonna be all right. <clears throat> oh yeah, no. Can I tell you, uh, we are my life. So, so in in real life, I got contacted by a New York Times reporter uh, last week, and they're like, "Hey, can I come over and cover you guys for a story?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." And they yeah. they canceled last minute, but then like a journalism student from like Columbia University was like, "Hey, can I cover you guys?" I was like, yes, awesome. For the year public show. Yeah, dude. Nice man. See, maybe you'll be the one ditching me. See. That's awesome. I'm just saying that, like, you gotta you gotta put your time where it's needed. You know, where you feel yeah. like it's like going the best. Yep. You know. Well, exactly. maybe I'll just need a 17 year old whose dad <laughs> runs a book publishing company <laughs> to read one of my books, like maybe Trash Bash, and be like, "Dad, you got to read this," and puts it on his desk, and then that's when I get the call. Just saying, just just uh, replace me with a set of boobs and uh, some video. Oh, and yeah. uh, enough time to grow a community, Eric, and and you too could be the next PewDiePie. Ah, yeah, no problem. Let's fucking do it. Set it so. up, dude. Three hundred episodes later, I will come. I will come to your to your son's eleventh uh, birthday. Uh, that sounds really far in the future. I don't want to talk about oh, it. My God, it's crazy. So anyway, can I? But but so besides like. Um, uh, hitting ourselves 500 times in the dicks in this episode. Um, can I tell you about something cool that I did do? Maybe. I went to. I I did Ghostbusters the VR experience. Oh, okay. And Madame Tussauds. That's right. So, listeners, if you listen 53 minutes in, I'm gonna actually give you a review. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, Eric. Is the is the best fifty dollars? But it's it's like going to a strip club because fifty dollars flies out of you so fast. You're like, oh my god, it's over! But that was amazing. Oh, cool. So, uh, if you if you go, dear listeners, uh, I had to go at like nine o'clock, which is the last run of the evening. It took us an hour just to get from the door up to where we needed to be, because 
uh, Madame Tussauds, you know, like they're a theme park kind of attraction. They've run it like, okay, well, we're going to give you your money's worth and we're going to like bring you through all of our other shit to mm-hmm. get to where you want to go. And me, because I've already been there, because I've worked for them a few times and making videos. I'm like, all right, I've seen all this, seen it, seen it, seen it. I just want to, like, all right, I just want to spend my $50, actually $60, on, like, you know, what I came here to do. Ghostbusters VR. And it just took forever. It was, it was so hard to find, actually. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the hardest thing. You know, the but, but anyway, once you get there... And we we blew past it because there's no sign that says stop here and wait. This is the actual VR section. There's just like people in Ghostbusters t-shirts all over the place. Every single employee mm-hmm. has a Ghostbusters t-shirt because they're like hyping it like crazy. So we blew past it and they're like, wait a second, where the fuck is it? And so we had to like ask somebody like, oh, yeah, yeah, you have to go way back in your journey. So we like went way back and we're like, hey, is this the VR? And she's like, yeah, sorry. Sorry I didn't tell you. But once you get into the experience, it's fucking kick ass. Yeah. So if you know nothing about this, you go into a room with uh, one to two other people. So it's an experience for like a solo, but it's way better in groups, groups of up to three. Mm -hmm. Uh, They strap a faux proton pack onto your back. They give you a gun, like like the Ghostbusters gun. Uh, and then they drop the headphones and VR goggles onto you. And then as soon as the VR goggles snap on, everything changes. They punch you in the face and rob you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, $50 is kind of robbery. But okay. no, so like the the uh, the gray room that you're in changes to the lobby of, mm-hmm. of the building that you're investigating. Everyone else that's also in VR goggles, including the people from the last run, are Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like they're in costume, like you can see them, you can hear them. There's like let's like a set a second, um, like a latency issue where it's like a, the audio from the other people is like a second off. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, it's like spot on where you can see them, you can see them moving around, you know, you can see where their proton beams are going. Ooh. Yeah. So you start out in uh, you're investigating this creepy building. And, you know, they start you easy and they talk about like how this like this horrible ghost murdered a bunch of pets and then started moving up to like people. And then you get all these ghosts of these like little pets flying out of the sink of this room. And so you're like, you know, like just shooting everywhere and everywhere that you shoot, just like in the movies or the video games, just gets totally wrecked by your by your uh, proton beam. Now, can you fire the laser at any point? No, so so your gun. Because I would just turn it on the person on my left. I'm like, ah, yeah. eat it. Your your gun is locked until certain points, but you can see this. Yeah. Like if you look at your gun in the, uh, it, with the goggles, you see like there's like a red light on the top, and that's like if you're playing like Halo Three, it's, it'll show you how many shots you have left. Right. So it shows you like red or green when it's unlocked. So as soon as it gets unlocked, then it's it's go time, and so you're you're. You're not attached to anything. You get like 360 degree movement. You can look up, down, wherever. You can see. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think you can see yourself, but you can see your gun. Hmm. But you can see other bodies, and so you move around the room. And they tell you beforehand that, like, if you start to feel nauseous, just reach out and touch a wall. And so, because you're walking around this environment, like hmm. you know where the walls are in the real world are where the walls are in the game. Oh, okay. So, so you don't sprint right into a face full of wall. I mean, you can, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you'll see it. But you'll see it coming. And a couple times, you know, I'm, I'm like, when their ghosts are like flying above your head, I'm like ducking down, shooting up. I I did not roll because they had this heavy backpack on, but like I definitely walked it up. You know, uh, held held against the wall to shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you got into an elevator, creepy elevator. And I'm not going to spoil everything because it's, it's so cool. But, like, you get on an elevator and you can, like, feel it, like, vibrating as it, like, takes you up. Slimer wow. makes an appearance. Yes. Like, some classic Ghostbusters ghosts, including um, one from the new movie, shows up. And now, yes. is there any truth to this? I heard that if you go with four men, it's, it's hilarious. But if you go with four women, it's not really that fun. Oh, Eric. <laughs> got to do it i had to i was just sad that it, because of like the shitty sign situation i feel like i missed the actual exhibit like 
I looked at like photos later and I was like, wait a second, we didn't get to see any of the Ghostbusters like figures, the wax figures, you know? Who cares, man? You're fucking lighting shit up in oh, the car. Yeah, no, at that point I didn't care, but you know, like afterwards I was like, Oh, okay, you know, we took some fun photos with a couple celebrities, uh celebrity figures here or there. Fuck, you know, you paid you paid like fifty plus dollars for oh, like Scott. Ghostbusters. I wanted to see some of those figures. I would have stood in front of the person next to me like, let me put the laser right in your mouth. Let's <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Light it up. And and by so, the way, one, it's not one, my laser. <laughs> at, one, at one point, because I went with my wife, you have to go, you have to like go out of the building and you're mm-hmm. looking out at, the, at New York City and there's winds and you're looking straight like 70 floors straight down. And you have to go on a rickety, like, um, like, uh, like, the, you're like the the plank of wood that you used to like to go up and down the building to like paint it or wash it. Yeah. You have to cross that to get to the other side. Cool. Oh, it was it was awesome, and, and you know I had already like charged the hallway on my own, so I was like, okay, all right, you got the next one. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. What are you serious? <laughs> and, and so she had like a moment where she's like, fuck, I don't want to do it. You know, it's just like. Because it gets you, because you're in this world, you know, yeah. you you believe it, and then and then you know, as soon as we start going across this thing, the gargoyles next to us start coming to life, and she's like, ah, ah, is, <laughs> the guys before us too, which is nothing but screams, scream, scream, scream the whole time, fuck, fuck, ah, oh fuck, <laughs> ah, ah. Oh, it sounds so good. It sounds better than like maybe this will be the new escape rooms. Oh, it's great. I mean, you know, it's it's new technology. It's like cutting edge. It's yeah. not like um, in in retrospect, like you know, like in order to make it work and work for everybody, it's not like let's say like PS4 graphics, right? You know, so it's more like Wii U kind of graphics. But because mm-hmm. you're in a new a new environment doing new stuff, you don't care. Yeah, that you sounds know? cool. So by by the end, I was like, we had an awesome time. It was a great Ghostbusters experience, and I would highly recommend it for anyone. You save the day. And when you get out, it's like, I'm like, fuck, that was only five minutes, but that was amazing. So if you had to choose between watching the new Ghostbusters movie or doing this experience, it's an easy choice. Well, it's like apples and tomatoes. So, yeah, rotten tomatoes. Hey. <laughs> Did you hear the new Ghostbusters movie? They renamed it. Really? Yeah, it's not Ghostbusters anymore. It's Ghostbusters colon uh-huh. answer, the, answer the call. <sighs> what was a shitty name to that? Was Phantom Menace already taken? <laughs> they seriously Go, do that? Yeah, it's 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 coming on out on DVD as Ghostbusters colon answer the call. Weird. The well, fuck? stupid. I guess they listened to 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 James Rolfe over at Cinemassacre because he had a big problem with them just calling it Ghostbusters because it's impossible to search for the original Ghostbusters. You have to like put in the date. Well, I mean, I, I would have been okay if you just said Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Right. Like unofficially, so all your web searches hit that. But Ghostbusters. Answer the, the call. call. I mean, like, really? You couldn't say who you're gonna call. <laughs> you gotta say answer the call. I Come guess. On. I mean, this, this, there's a Kevin joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there should have been like Ghostbusters starring Kate McKinnon. <laughs> I, I, they should have called it Ghostbusters. Pick up the fucking phone, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin. I love the character. He's hilarious. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It's okay to be sexist when it's a guy. Oh, I mean, that was the whole point of that character was like to flip that yeah. stereotype on his head. Exactly. All right, dude. Well, I gotta go. I gotta right. get my kid up for the first day of kindergarten. Kill me! How <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I so old? Oh man. No, I, th- I thought you were gonna be like, this is what he's going to say when he comes back <laughs> from school. Oh, he's so pumped. Yeah. He so has no now. idea. Yeah. You've lied to him about what's coming next. Yeah, broken his spirit. <laughs> like, no, it's it's actually another 180 days after this first one. Sorry. Yeah, and it's He's... just going to get shittier. Sorry, kid. Yeah, well, you know, he'll have time to grow into it. Ugh. I had to get up tomorrow morning and make him a goddamn lunch. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, I can barely give myself a granola bar when I wake up for breakfast. <laughs> I have to make him shit. You've never made your kid a lunch? At lunchtime. Not at <laughs> 7 in the morning. Oh, man. That's, that's all I do. Because then we like go somewhere and we have to bring lunch with us. Uh, see, that's why, that's why our mom didn't care and gave us shit lunches. Because she just got tired of it. Yeah, that's so, true. 
Like yeah. right now, like, we went shopping. I got all these different sides and fruit and all this good stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to make a good lunch. I'm sure by December, I'd be like, here's $2. I think it's pizza day. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> the you best dude. Of the week. I, I got I to gotta tell you, what makes it fun? Benzo boxes make it fun. Oh, fuck that shit. It's awesome. I'm just going to give them a fishing tackle box. It's <laughs> like one blueberry in each little lure box. There you go. There you go. See, you're already thinking. That's fun. Oh, he's excited because he has a Jurassic Park lunchbox with the skeleton, oh. T-Rex skeleton on it. That's cool. I think, honestly, I think it fucking came with the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> like, lunchbox, done. We're good. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> awesome. Well, Eric, I'll see you... Uh... I'll see you in another side. 300 episodes. No, another 200. Remember, we got to get the Vin Diesel status. Oh, that's true. 500. That's the next big. So we, the, it's it's so like we, Pokemon. Oh, I'm at level 20. It doesn't matter until I get to 25 now. So we, we can get up to, we can go to like a podcaster's uh, conference. Those don't exist anymore. We can be like, yeah. yo, 500. Yeah, like our 400 podcast or 350. It ain't going to be a big deal. 500. Oh, my God. Uh, 500, basically, let's just call it now. Let's just quit at 500. If we if we get to three oh one, it'll be because we improved the quality of uh, of this Skype session. I'm just yeah. saying. We're just calling right now. We're quitting at five hundred. All right. Boom. If we don't get famous by five hundred, then that will be. If five, we'll do five hundred live, and we'll throw some kegger and invite all our fans, and that'll be it. We didn't even talk about. We did a live episode of Magfest, and that was the greatest episode of all time. Lost it to the annals. <laughs> I mean, we still kind of have it, but you just yeah. Can't can't hear me so it's true it's like you're talking to yourself but the, that that makes it the best listen. yeah <laughs> no dead yeah. pets anyway <laughs> uh, listeners thank you so much we are uh we're not the gentleman podcast without you guys uh we you can check us out of course over at jumpmanpodcast.com or listen to us on itunes subscribe there uh we're on retrowaretv.com or elder-geek.com I think that's it. Oh, I know we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Jumpman Podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Peace out. And uh, we'll try and post our um, our greatest hits, Volume 1 and 2, Thunderdumps, uh, on our uh, Facebook. We'll tag it to this episode or something. Word. So you can enjoy that shit. Okay, Eric. It's been a pleasure. I mean, not, not all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and, what you uh, get with family. That's right. See you later after I go solo. All right. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Jump man engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall. Fatality.